are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This episode 333 for April 29th, 2021. This week, we talk about learning languages, emotional hours, penny boards, refurbished phones, spare keys, and living in a cave. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Do you ever just look at your pop filter on your microphone and you're like, I wonder how much bacteria this is harboring? Um, there's a stain on mine, and I don't, From I don't what? like to talk about it. Did you throw I don't up know. on it? I think I was eating a donut, mm. and part of the glaze flew out of my mouth. This pop filter I've had for oh god, five years, and oh my god, it is it, it, the girl needs to be replaced. Let me tell you, it's made out of uh, co- not copper. It's made out of metal. It's a fancy pop filter. I don't know. It came with the microphone. You know you can clean things. Did you know about cleaning? You know, I've heard about this thing called, like, multi-purpose cleaners, and I think it's a scam. Do you know how to bathe? Um, I've heard Have of you it. ever bathed? Honey, once a year, my yearly bath. <laughs> this this whole podcast has been a journey for you, because I remember you went from bathing, you finally washed your hair, mm-hmm. you finally started putting fluoride on your teeth. Honey, it you, I'm, it's a slow progression of me being less <laughs> depressed and starting to take, take care you, of myself. You learned how to wash your face, take care of your skin. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for you. You know Honey, what, Sam? S- someone has to. You. Someone has to root for me because it surely ain't the majority <laughs> of the public. Oh, let me tell you. I was just looking. So this is our first almost 90 degree day. We were just talking about this. Just oh, going to talk about the weather. It's a humid heat, too. It's not the good kind. God. And I just realized I don't have gloves, so I've been shopping for gloves on Amazon. Because they're like, probably on sale. Like white, pearly white driving gloves? No, I don't have a car. But, but Although, what, about your, what about your pretend car? I don't have a pretend car either. Oh, those are I too I want to get one of those, one of those play, what, that, whatever that brand is, with the red, with the yellow top and the red bottom. That you run your feet in like Flintstones. Oh, yeah. You know, there's always one that is filthy in someone's yard and their kids are teenagers. Do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's always a rotten, broken down. The wheels are rusted. The kids are teenagers. That's when they call you. And I come in, I haul it off. Yep. The goblin trash mother. I refinish it, paint it pink. And then no one wants it, so you can't resell it. Oh, you just wait till my favorite thing this week. I don't. It's a mode of transportation. If you if you bought an electric scooter, I'm going to kill it's myself. It's a mode. I didn't. That would be fun, though. It, like, the main modes of transportation in our neighborhood are bike, skateboard, and electric scooter. Didn't you buy Those a longboard? Wasn't that a phase? I do have a longboard. Did you ever I learn do, how to indeed. use it? That's going to be, that's going to come later in the show. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay. Just like the um just Stay like the, tuned. just like the accordion. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. No comment. The psychic no comment. was right. Let me tell you, I went to the psychic once. Do not believe in psychics. But she told me that I don't follow through. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't use those words. She said it in a more positive way. She was like, You like to try a lot of things and do mm. start a lot of things, but you don't like to become the a master of any one thing well you just like, like to just do a lot of different hobbies and not be necessarily great at any of them and right. i was like yeah that's wow, that, true but that you probably could like say that to anyone yeah girl so this is the year of me I've, i'm writing down things i want to do and then you're and doing I'm them 
sticking to like, because usually there's there's a list of like 10 to 15 things I want to be doing, like future goals, you know, like learn this language, you know, ride this board, play this instrument, Mm -hmm. write a book. And so I need to focus on like two of them. I already got that covered. Oh, okay. Well, I got the one of us. Um, And I'm going to focus on like two and Mm -hmm. just so my brain isn't cluttered. Honey. So maybe I'll finally have a skill that I have developed. Speaking of skills, this episode isn't sponsored by Skillshare. And I wish it was because they pay a shitload of money to people. Yeah. And also their website looks good. I need to go on it. And that's their free advertising. Yeah, girl. You're welcome. I've never Isn't that used the one it. where you like pay and then you can take classes and shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's like college. Only, do you, you, don't, you don't get a degree at the end. Well, no, but then you can also, there's like edX and you can take like free classes at like Harvard and shit. Oh yeah. Online mm-hmm. intro classes. Yeah. There's lots of ways to learn. Learn, learn a new language. Learn a. Uh, well, what language I'm, would you learn? It's Italy, Italian. Is I, that learn right? Eng- I learn English because I don't know it. <laughs> I'd okay, get better like, at that. If you could be bad at another language, if what I language would you also be bad at? Another language. I feel like Italian would be fun just because that I'm like one thirty second Italian. You know, so it's it's my yeah. heritage. It's what speaks to me. Obviously, yeah. Um. Honestly, I took one. I was actually I was talking to a friend about this the other day because like every time I say this, they were like, yeah, that would happen in Montana. Um, I took one, not even a semester, one trimester of Spanish in middle middle school. And then I wasn't I I didn't even have to take a a language in high school. I wasn't required. So I didn't learn. Yeah, that's wild, Sam. Mm -hmm. Living in the wild, wild west. I guess they were just like in Montana. Who's he going to encounter? Right. Everyone there is going to be speaking horse. You know, they talk to the, their horses, their cows and other people. Right. Exactly. But no I feel like leaves. if I were to learn a, uh, another language, you would probably I feel like Spanish would be the most useful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. then I feel like once you know Spanish, I feel like, you know, like Spanish and Italian are very similar. It's just like that you pronounce things differently, essentially. But um, I don't know. I would probably learn Spanish. I would probably learn Spanish yeah, first. Yeah. I mean, you knew German for a while. Good. I did both Spanish and German. I took Chinese. Oh, oh, are um, we? Is this the show with Sam and an overachiever? I was in AP classes. Mm. <laughs> Let's rub it in. I went to language summer camp once where we touched bases on five different languages. What, what um, touch bases? No. Is that like a sexual thing? No, we like, they were like, this is the Japanese syllabary. This is the basics oh, okay. of it, the sentence structure. If you want to explore it more, here are ways. This is German. This is the sentence structure. This is some words. Uh, okay. And so it was like five weeks, one week with each language. That's the kind of summer camp I would have enjoyed. It was a lot of fun, except one time. So I was, the, uh, the, we were carpool. There was a lot of us. It was in the next town over. So a lot of us were carpool. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot my house key. My mom was doing like, she had to do summer stuff because, you know, teachers have to go to like things in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where my sister was, what she was doing. But, and my dad was Throwing working. shit over, so, the, over the, the fence. Throwing <laughs> shit over the fence. Mm-hmm. So when I would come home, it was, you know, it was usually just me. And I was a, I was, I was a teenager. So that was fine. But- 
I forgot my spare key one day and mm. my friend's mom dropped me off and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to feed the cats for I, my plan. I wasn't going to tell anybody. I was going to sit outside until someone came home because we lived in the woods. Who cares? You okay. know? And I remember because it was so traumatizing. I don't like asking for like help. And so she, I was like, I got to feed the cats. Okay, bye. You can drive off. And she was like, no, I want to make sure you get in the house. And I was like, oh, uh. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I got to get the spare key out of the shed. And then I walked in the shed and she's still there and I didn't have the key. So what happened? <laughs> I thought I finally found it. No, I didn't like going in the shed because there was always wasps made their home. In oh, the shed. yeah. Same girl. Always wasps. And so finally I found it. But I was like on the verge of tears. because I was like, just leave me alone in the woods. Can't you just be a grown up and leave me alone in the woods? I just want to be just eaten by a bear. I was just was so awkward and I didn't know how to communicate that I didn't have the key. I didn't honey, want to inconvenience anybody because I was gay. Honey, you were gay and stupid. Join the club. <laughs> that when you grow up gay, you just grow up not wanting to inconvenience anybody. Right. Because you're already a huge you're already, inconvenience to everyone. Exactly. In other ways. So the Move, rest of the time, I'm you gay. try to stay out of the way. Just leave me alone in the woods. Okay. So are you telling me that your parents actually had their hide a key in a place that was hidden? Um, I honestly wouldn't say it was hidden. It was inside the doorway of the shed. The shed did not have a lock on it. It didn't even have a door on it. How I mean, it, how you don't the... expect people to... I mean, we literally lived far out of town. In the woods. No neighbors in the woods. You, we don't expect to get... You know, it's one of those towns where you leave your car running and you're and unlocked when you run into the post office. Right. Oh, girl, same. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Did you have a like? Where was your key? well? Well, you just want to know because in the house because you want to break into my house and fuck my dad. That's why <laughs> that you want to know where the hiding key is. No, I just want to go in and like steal your snacks. I would go in and like see if anyone wrote down the Hulu password and then I'd leave. <laughs> Girl, That's downstairs next to the computer, board. there's a whole cork board full of passwords. <laughs> like every other, you know, millennial household with old parents. Did you have a, like a, a situation where you had to, where there was a spare key? Yes. So obviously like the, uh, the height, we called it the height key, the spare key right. for the house. That's like a brand name. Honey, that's, it's like Kleenex. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It was literally the the key was hidden in the most non-hidden spot, like underneath a little post, like exactly where you would you would check first for a hidden key. It was there until very recently when I finally convinced my parents after 20 years that you got to hide this somewhere where it's actually hidden or else it doesn't fucking work. You know, have they forgotten where it is now? Uh, yes, they have. <laughs> actually, they they chose the hiding spot and I didn't know where it was. So they had to show me. But no, there was a situation oh. where um, we 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 were both adults. My sister and I were adults at the time, and we were both like visiting home or something. And my sister, need, like the the parents had just changed the locks or something. Like they were redoing the doors. In some instance, neither my sister nor I had copies of the house key, and so my sister got there first and got the the hide key and made it inside. And then she decided to go out with a couple friends. Well, I hadn't made it to the house yet. Well, of course, she takes the hide key with her and locks up the house. Oh, no. And so then I get to the house and I'm like, where's the hide key? 
I can't get into the house. And my sister is not picking up her phone. So I had to wait there for I God knows. I don't know how long. And then my was sister, it cold? I don't remember. I think it was in the summer. So I don't think it was cold. Oh, OK, but I just like hung out there. I think I eventually went over to one of our neighbor's house and borrowed their key because like, you know, in our neighborhood, we gave a spare key to our neighbors because white picket fence, you know, America. Right. They need to water your plants, feed your cats, whatever. Right. Feed the cats, et cetera. So I think I eventually went and got the spare key from a neighbor, but I never let my sister live that down. Every time the hide a key comes up and we're all in the same room, I bring that story up and I I tell my sister off. You shame her. I shame her. You shame her. But also, and and I, well, it's not my fault that I always make it a priority that when I unlock the door with the the hide a key, if I am in that situation, I always put it back. I always put it back because someone else is going to need it, you know? Yeah, that's what it's there for. Right. You know, it's not for just taking and then leaving and going to the bar with your friends and then leaving your brother stranded for, you know, hours on end, I guess. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not bitter about it at all. Um, I can tell that you are. Have you brought this up with your therapist? Um, it's not. There's there's more pressing. There's matters. more layers. <laughs> there's heavier layers. There's on top heavier of that. shit to deal with. That's with the, the petty shit. Okay. But uh, like that's the only instance that I know with the with the um the Heide key. I I know that obviously you live in D.C. now, but do you have a uh, a spare key to the house to your parents' house, or so, are you or are you like written off the will can't have a key? Oh, to my parents' house or yeah, my house? To, to my your house. parents' house. Ba- all, all the way um, back in Arkansas. I, oh, I still have a key on my keychain in my parents' house. That's what that I was going to carry yeah, with that's... me everywhere. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking recently. Like, I haven't lived home in five years now-ish. Right. At what point do you take off that key? Because mine is still on there. And I go home once a year. And in the past few years, not even once a year. Right. Like I won't. Some years I don't go home. And that key's just always on my keychain. I don't think there's a reason for you to take it off. You think there is or isn't? I don't think there is. I think that like it's a. But they're heavy. Girl, what's your key made out of lead? Keys are heavy and I wear girl jeans mostly. I don't have pockets. Honey, have you brought this up with your therapist? (laughs) I still (laughs) haven't contacted that person to be my therapist. (laughs) Sam, it takes me 10 weeks to do... I don't follow up. The psychic said so. The psychic said so. Honey, the psychic said so. Therefore, I can't better myself for it. It's a self-fulfilling it, prophecy. It's set in stone. I think I need to take it off the keychain. I don't have... A, there's not unlimited real estate on a keychain. Do How people out there carry their childhood home? I live like 3,000, 2,000 miles away. When am I going to need this key except when I know for sure that I'm going home? Like, I'm going to have to book the plane. I'm going to have to do this. I can go. I'll be home to get the key to at my house to pick up the key to Arkansas. Well, what if what if you're surprising your parents or something? I don't know. I don't do that. My parents don't like surprises. I don't like surprises. We're not a surprising family. That's not surprising. We're not. We are. I don't like keeping surprises. I won't keep your surprises. If you tell me there's a surprise party, I will tell everybody. <laughs> just to make it, just to kill everyone's fun. I will if tell everyone a surprise, a surprise party, party for me. I want you to know about it. Do not throw me a surprise party. Right. Or else Do not Joe will surprise have a panic me attack. with something. I need to prepare myself, prepare a reaction. Oh, you know. Right. You got to practice in the mirror for 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. You still well, well, you live closer to home, so you have your key on, I'm sure. 
Right. But I, like you like you said, every time I'm going home, my parents are home. You know, I live two hours away. Um, but I don't know. I don't have that very many. I don't have very many keys on my keychain. And so and also it kind of reminds me of home. It's like, OK, this is still my home. You know, my parents trust me enough where I have a key to the house just in case something happens. I mean, I don't know. What if my parents get in a fiery car accident and they both die and I need to get to the house to, like, steal some cheese? Well, they well, aren't no, going to be around I, to let me in. It's understandable for you. Right. I, I see why you would keep yours on your keychain because you're within driving distance. Right. But for I you, can't. You, like, you don't I'm even... gonna be, it's going to be a planned production if I go back to Arkansas, are you saying I will have time to remember to get my keys? You're not going to wind up in Conway, Arkansas, or wherever the fuck they live now, Little Rock. No, no. Well, I'm not. I maybe, sure as hell am not. You should just wind. give that key to a random person on the street in DC and tell them good luck. It's weird though because here, the people who hold our spare key are the management company. Oh. Like you, the in a ownership situation, there's a. You hire a company to manage the building. The mm-hmm. residents do. So they each have a, they're required to have like a spare key in case we die, which someone did. Someone died. Right when you were There's moving in, right? Open. Yes. The day after we moved in, I think it was. And I finally found out who it was. I don't remember her name, but I was doing some Googling. She was sleuthing. I it said she died naturally in her home. She was fine. I said, good, okay. Good for her. Good for her. Good for for you. Good for her for dying of natural causes in her home. That's how I want to go. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Um, Do you want some articles? Uh, Sure. Let me close my gloves tab. (laughs) All 90 of them. (laughs) Well, first, first of all, what what kind of are you looking for? For like uh, mountain biking gloves? Are you looking for gardening gloves? What kind of gloves? Are you looking for little like Princess Peach Princess gloves? Cheap. I like the, I hate the gloves that like extend past my wrist. Mm. I want my gloves, the cheap kind from CVS, one size fits all. So they're stretched tight across my hand because they're meant for children. Mm -hmm. I want to not care if I lose one. I could throw one at somebody. I don't want it. The gloves, this is a cheap thing. What do you use them for? Just, you just like having them on? Oh, no, when it's cold, but being, it being hot reminded me that sometimes it's cold. Ah, uh, so yes, one weather changes. Day, yes. One mm-hmm. day I'm going to need gloves, and I didn't have them this past winter, so. Well, you could buy a box of, like, disposable cotton gloves. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember my hand moisturizing face? Oh, yeah. Did you did you do the thing where you put moisturizer on your hands, and then you put cotton gloves on, and then you slept like a, like a corpse and didn't move yes. your hands? For months. And that's For why months. you have little girly hands. Sla- oh, my hands, my hands. Just I am hands. so proud of my hands. My hands and my feet. I look at other people's hands and feet and I think, how did you get through life with your hands and feet looking like that? Mm-hmm. You it's almost sandals? like they had to work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I st- I've stood up before. Mm-hmm. I've, I've walked before. I've done things. <laughs> No, but my hands and my feet are amazing. And the, like and I eventually stopped doing feet. that. So it was like just toddler feet. <laughs> and he's smooth. Little mm-hmm. veiny. Little veiny because I'm older. Varicose but, veins on your toddler feet? <laughs> they're like toddler feet with varicose veins. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> the imagery in my brain right now is disgusting. 
Do you know you're, what's weird? Your tiny little size three toddler feet with the Velcro shoes, and you take them off, oh, and there's just eight. spider veins everywhere. There's size eight, size ten women's. Oh, okay. And I don't remember what size they are in children's, but like eight is the lower end of men's shoes. So you're saying you're I think baby? they go down to like six or so. Now, I think they usually always have my size. I very much appreciate it because it's like a very middling size. Um, Well, I have giant hobbit feet, so you should count your (laughs) blessings every day. (laughs) Yeah. What size are Justin's feet? I'm sure they're great. Uh, I think he wears a 10 or a 10 and a half or an 11. I don't know. I'm a 10 and a half, 11 kind of gal. Okay, so... Your feet are comparable to Justin's. Justin does those peely masks on his feet. You know, where you put them in a bag of chemicals? Yeah, and it eats away at your skin. And he would get in. Oh, my God, though. when I Because I do the laundry. When I take off the bed sheets after he's had that done, it just looks like a snake shedded under there. (laughs) It looks like a fucking snake crawled under our bed and just shed all of its skin. Why the fuck is... (sighs) He needs it, though. He's got... He's his his. Let's just say he doesn't have toddler feet with varicose veins. He has goblin feet without varicose <laughs> veins. <laughs> I think Justin's feet are just fine. I think they're just fine. But but holding any foot next to my foot, it's going to look like trash. Baby yeah. feet. Everyone else's foot is going to look like a claw, a pterodactyl claw next to my foot. Well, with my, you know, Four inch long toenails, they I'll, they'll claw you to death. They're like <laughs> no. talons. <laughs> Did you know Justin used to never cut his own toenails? He always well because he would always get pedicures. That must be so nice to be rich. It, no, it was his one like splurge thing because his feet do need a little extra care. Well, at least he understands that. I've gotten a pedicure once and it was so nice. My feet were very tickled. Yeah. We talked about it on the podcast, but I would like to get another one. Well, I've been a couple times with Justin mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, and they finished my feet like 20 minutes before his because they said they didn't know what to do with them. Cause well, they were because they, they, you just have that. You just have your one giant toenail. You don't have any any toes. My And they I thought they cut them wrong, too. I mean, you know, they cut them a little short. And I was like, this isn't it. Then they hurt. What were you trying to get French tips on your toes? No, we. I did get them painted, I think. But they were cut really short. And I was like, they're not supposed to be this short. Anyway, I have amazing feet. Here's an article. This is from (laughs) BBC. I have amazing feet. Let's talk about the BBC. Um, So have you seen this deep time study? The French volunteers that lived in a cave for 40 days in isolation? Honey, that's just me on, you know, camping in the middle of the woods with my parents in the middle of July. This is such a white people thing to do, by the way. Um, do they like pretend to be cave people just for fun? No, now that would be a very white people thing to do. Mm-hmm. But okay, mm-hmm. so a group of French volunteers, they just recently in the past week emerged after a 40 day study exploring the limits of human adaptability to isolation, which can we not just use the world as a big fucking textbook right now? We've all been, well, a lot of us have been isolated for the past year. Right. You know, but. This is different. So these, there were 15 participants. They lived in a cave in southwest France. No phones, no clocks, no sunlight. They slept in tents. They made their own electricity by riding a, um, exercise bike and they had no contact with the outside world. So the project was done to test how people respond to losing their sense of time and space. Mm, okay? So that's why there was no sunlight. Okay. 
because then you can no tell sunlight. what time it is. Yeah. Have you ever read Allegory of the Cave? Honey, that requires reading. Okay. That's what I thought. Is it on audiobook? <laughs> what is it? It's Plato or Socrates, isn't it? I don't think that audiobooks were around when they wrote that. We read it in um, one of my honors classes. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. Let me get the lube <laughs> out so I can jack you off even more. Um, okay. So it was eight men, seven women, age 27 to 50. Uh, let's see. Oh, when they came out, they had to wear sunglasses because their eyes weren't used to the light. Oh, my God. And you said this was for 40 days? 40 days. Um, they were given organization tasks. I don't know what these tasks were. This article doesn't go very in-depth. Sorting up but some rocks? I don't know. Who the fu- I don't know what the fuck you would do in a cave. Do you know? Like, right. Um, but it says it was used as a measure of time to create deadlines. So they had to like rely on their body clocks and their sleep cycles to structure their days. Because you don't know, they don't know what day it is. They don't have a, they don't have clock. They don't have the sun. Right. Nothing. Um, yeah. And they came out. And so, uh, they measured their neurological whatevers before to compare the data to how they were after it. And that's all we know right now because, um, uh, it's still the study. This is only a week ago. Okay, so they're still analyzing the results. They're still analyzing the results. I just wanted you to be aware that people were in a cave. Well, thank you for informing me. It really it changed yeah. my life, really. Um, well, I guess the one thing they weren't getting was fucking sunburn since they were in the, you know, dark forever. I bet their skin looked great after that. Let me tell you, they saved so much money on sunscreen. Girl, yeah. So much money. Absolutely. They bought a house when they came out. Did they? Was it made out of sunscreen? <laughs> I don't think that would last very long. Hmm. All sun, all houses are kind of a form of sunscreen, if you think about it. You could say. Um, now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have difficulty doing this? Because, like, I know we talk about, like, prisoners kept in isolation and... You know, humans aren't meant to be in isolation. And I mean, they weren't really isolated. They, right, they, they had, had each other. other. Right. I feel like that's very but, different. But it's still like you're isolated from the, you know, outside modern world. Yes. Right. And they did say that for them, it seemed like time moved a lot slower. Their sense mm. of time and space, time felt much slower to them. Well, probably because they didn't have all these like, you know, highly addictive yeah, forms of entertainment and... You know, yeah, that totally makes sense. Would you, would you do this? I would probably talks. I would do it for like a week. I don't know if I would do it for 40 days. I feel like I'd be able, I would be able to do it, but would I want to do it for that length of time? Probably not. What if I miss, what if I miss a good meme on Twitter? You know, 40 days. How many things am I going to miss? Well, with the people you follow, probably not Not anything good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing of any importance. Um, I, it does have that appeal of like, I think social media detox in general has an appeal. Right. Like we've talked about those. You can literally go stay a week at a monastery in like the middle of fucking Kansas or shave in the Midwest your head, somewhere. wear a robe, burn you can, your phone. They, they advertise that as, you know, like a, de- a detox. No one's allowed to talk. You just sit there and walk around for a week. Oh, that sounds and so that nice. And that sounds... That does sound, there's something really fucking appealing about that. Mm-hmm. I can see this becoming like a rich people, a celebrity thing, like cave detox. Oh, absolutely. 
And it's like sponsored by Dasani or whatever. And there's like a spring inside of the cave. A Dasani spring, but it's actually just, it's just tap water. Yeah, it's just tap water. (laughs) And they charge them, you know, $150. They charge them them $6,000 per night in a cave. Sponsored by Nestle. Um, I would love to, I mean, cave tip. Have you ever been in a cave? Yes. I mean, I haven't lived in a cave. Um, but I've seen many a cave in my life. I've seen cave paintings from, you know, in ancient, Montana? ancient humans. Yes, there are cave paintings everywhere. How ancient? I mean, did you, you know, draw that when you were a kid? Thousands of years old. No, girl. They're, they were where they were way better artists than me. They're like drawing buffalo and shit. I'm like, I can't even draw a stick person. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. We have in Arkansas, there were a lot of caves. Mm hmm. In Northwest, and I went to one once, and it was just very much a tourist trap. It was a very small cave with a large gift shop on top of it. Mm. Um, it was interesting, though. I would I would like to go in better caves. I think there are a lot in Virginia and West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever seen that movie, The Descent? Oh, I know of it. It's really good. Like, for a horror movie, really good. Mm. Um, but it's about this group of women who go like to this uncharted cave and do some spelunking and then you know things get weird they hear things they see things etc etc i won't spoil it because it is really good um it's weird to think that the ground isn't solid okay think about it sam i mean yeah it's always moving (laughs) there's big holes down there where things live you mean your your hole my hole's filled. <laughs> now your hole. Cavernous. Cavern- echoey. <laughs> echoey. Spider webs. Cobwebs. Spider webs. Bats. They're mm-hmm. probably cooking up the next pandemic in there somewhere. Honey, they're cooking something. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the article. Um, We have a, 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 there's a very interesting place in Montana called the Lewis and Clark Caverns, which I have visited a couple times. And it's this, like, really, like, it's this giant cave. It's like, you know, you, like, walk through it. I think it takes, like, 20 minutes or something. And it's a limestone cavern. And there's, like, stalagmites and stalactites. And it's, like, this whole thing. And there's, like, a little slide. And it's all made out of, you know, it's all naturally formed. And it's super, super cool. And it's, like... I mean, you go there in like the like the the heat of summer, like ninety degrees, and you go in there and you like you have to put a jacket on because you're like in yes. the earth, and it's so cool. Like I love that visually and temperature wise, and it's like it's a tourist attraction, but it's one of those that like it's a tourist attraction that that like you go to when you're a Montana kid and you go on a like field trip. It's not really a tourist attraction that like people from out of state really know about, and they come in like they go to Yellowstone, they go to Glacier. Now they're gonna know. Now they're gonna know. When you come to Montana, go to Lewis and Clark Caverns. It's over near Whitehall, Montana, um, and it's super fun. It's like and there's like there's bats that live in there, and there's like different bat colonies, and there's bat shit everywhere. It's really interesting and really cool. You know what gets me though? Like you touch a stalactite, the whole cave dies. Right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, do not touch anything. And then yeah. one kid, one dumb kid will spit over the railing. And Everything like the, in the cave is dead. Right. It's like a, the Temple of Doom where like, you know, yes. they, they push the skull off of the mantelpiece and then, the you know, the magma starts rising from the volcano and you all have to escape. I just feel like if your ecosystem is that fragile, you didn't want to survive. Right. You're asking for it. You were asking to die. If your ecosystem is on that kind of verge. Right. 
Well, so going back to the to the topic at hand, which was the, you know, the 40 days in a cave, the the aspect of kind of a social media detox. I've talked about it before, where during the summer, I like to do a lot of activities with my parents because I'm close with them and they like to go camping in, you know, the middle of the woods in places where there is no cell service. That's not usually the goal, but most of the places that they end up going just happen to not have any cell phone service. And so by happenstance, when I go with them, I am, you know, disconnected from the world for a couple days. And it's always really nice. Like, I am always anxious at first, but then I'm like, it time does slow down and it really it makes you more present in the moment and you know you have way less of a distraction because like you know you can get on your phone but there's not much there because you don't have service and so just doing that a few times this summer is really really nice and so i've kind of experienced that in a really small way but in terms of like going a, a solid length of time like you know more than 3 days 3 or 4 days without you know communication with the outside world let alone sunlight I don't know how I'd react. I could probably do it, but I don't know oh, what yeah, I would look sunlight. like. At the, I at forgot the end about of the day. that. Honey, your skin would be I'd beautiful. Be, I think that there are certain people who would handle it a lot better than others. Like oh, I can yeah. I can name extroverts in my life who would two days in, you know, try to pry away the boulder in front of the cave or whatever. Right. They try to escape. And I can I think I could at least last a solid month just being like Okay, like if you give me an exercise bike, sure. Right. But I think, I mean, day 41, you come to open the cave, you find me in total darkness because I haven't used the exercise bike. Mm -hmm. Why do I need electricity? If I'm just in a dark cave and if there's nothing to do, there's nothing to see. And I'd probably say, why don't you come back in 10 more days? Right. Everyone leaves after day 41 and Joe is there, you know, in a loincloth, full golem mode. (laughs) Being like, I say, why don't you come back in a week? I'm catching up on some sleep. Right. Joe Joe says, I'm still exhausted. Send my my love to my family, but tell them I'll be a week. Yeah, close the boulder and lock it. Catching up. Got a lot of sleep to catch up on. Yeah, girl. That makes sense. I can see that for you. Yeah. Well, keep me posted on the the update of these cave people. Because I'm curious. Okay, I'll I'll forget. Yeah, me too. I mean, I already closed the tab, so. Out of tab, out out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Oh, Look at us. Um, Now, I have one more. So this isn't really an article. I found this on Reddit. Okay. I, I, You know, we've had a few things from r slash data is beautiful. I do like the data is beautiful subreddit. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me just ask you a question. Joe, ask you a question. What time of the day are you the most lonely? Oh, God. Well, okay. (laughs) Here's here's the thing about. Because we know, you know. Well, I mean, sexually, I'm very lonely. But in terms of like emotional, like loneliness, like, oh, I'm, I wish I had someone to cuddle or someone to talk to. Um, and some people need other people, but I am very, um, I get lonely in that sort of like emotional way, probably maybe once or twice every few months. It's very, um, it, it like, I love being alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, like, majority no, of my I get time. That. Um, yeah. And like, like I'm the type of person, you know, I'm, I'm the type of introvert where, you know, if like I like being alone with other people, like I like being in a room with people and we're all doing our own thing. That is how I recharge. Just being oh, around yeah. someone's presence. Like you don't have to be talking to me, like just being around other people is enough for me to socially recharge. You don't need to talk to me. We don't need to be engaging in the same activity. Just being in the general vicinity um, just kind of charges me back up in that social way. And so when a lot of people like, 
you know, talk about loneliness. And I actually I've talked about this with my therapist thinking that I'm fucking broken. Turns out, no, just people are, you know, wired differently. I don't get lonely very often. But when I do get lonely and it is one of those days, it's usually probably at night. I don't know. What time would you say? I mean, you know. That was a really long answer to the question I asked. But, oh, you know, I just got what, it. <laughs> what time would you estimate it? Oh, 10 o'clock to midnight. Oh, interesting. So uh, basically what I'm what this is, is a chart of a Redditor put together the time of emotions. Oh. And this is like a very non-scientific Mm-hmm. Um, Anecdotal. They measured it for one week. They did April 19th through 26th. They did in Google searches of each emotion. So how often someone Googled afraid, bored, excited, jealous, lonely, horny, funny. Well, why, are you, why are you Googling emotions? What? I know. But you know, like sometimes when you get lonely, you Google the word lonely. I mean, no, I've, says, I've, I've never been know, that lonely. When you're sad or when you're, especially when you're bored. We've all Googled the word bored before, you know, Mm. these are the and so obviously that's what makes it not great evidence, but sort of when people are Googling these terms, they're making the assumption that when people are Googling these terms, that's when they're feeling that the strongest. Mm -hmm. So it's not great evidence, but some of it was really interesting. Like loneliness was like 1 a.m., 2 Mm a.m. Horny was 3 a.m., Hmm. Um, and it, you know, it shows it all around the clock, but they, they put a line where there's the most, um, sad 1am. It seems like a lot of the negative emotions we, we determine to be negative, such as, well, horniness. I don't know. I don't, I don't think horniness is negative, No, but, but you think of it as, um, you, you probably pair it with boredom sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Bored, boredom is like midnight. Afraid is midnight. Angry, midnight. We're happy is 8 a.m. Friendly is like 4 p.m. Hungry, oh, yeah. dinner time. All the time. People are feeling funny at, uh, you know, 11 o'clock, 10 if o'clock. If you're feeling funny, you should go to the hospital. Yeah, see, that's, I feel like that's when people are looking at memes and stuff. Mmm. I love, love an 11 o'clock right before meme. before they go to bed. Like the happy people are going to bed before midnight. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. I don't know. It seems I don't I don't know when I feel these emotions. Time I is feel an illusion. Like I'm, I'm always I'm mostly neutral. Honey, antidepressants. <laughs> they smooth everything out. <laughs> they smooth everything out, but also like I can feel happy. Of right, course. right, right. But it's like it's it, you don't, don't you don't imagine it happening at a specific time. Like you don't think there's a pattern there. No, not with me. But also I go to bed before midnight every night. And right, honestly, because you're a normal human is, being. I think that's really good for your mental health. Right, absolutely. Girl, get all <laughs> like, the sleep you can get. Be, the later I usually stay, you know, would stay up in the past, I would probably get really lonely around like 1, 2 a.m. Right. Know? Jealous that a lot of people get in Googling jealousy. 2 a.m. Go to bed. Oh, no, I'm tired. Mm. What time do you go to bed? I'm yawning there. Honey, everyone yawn with us. What time yawn. do you go to bed? I, I usually go to bed around like one in the morning. Okay, that's not too bad considering no, like bad. how messed up people's sleep schedules get. Yeah, cont- yeah, yeah. How messed up my sleep schedule is, but I, it, it depends. I do th- if if it's on the weekend, usually I stay up later. But it's when it's during the week, I try to get to bed before midnight, and then I'm in bed for like an hour, you know, until like one, and then I'm falling asleep. But I try to be in bed before then. 
It's it's sometimes I try to be in bed at eleven and then asleep by midnight. That's good. That's I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's healthy. I'm not um, a sleep expert, but I do. Like when I would stay up later, that's when I used to do all of my work. All of my videos used to be filmed after 10 p.m. Right. All of my vlogs, everything, especially when I lived at home and my parents would go to bed and then I'd do whatever. So I Act feel, I kind of feel more creative like after midnight. Absolutely, yeah. I, I definitely feel that. There have been many a time where I was burning the midnight oil, so to speak, and I was getting a lot of shit done i feel like the older i get though the less that's happening and the more i'm like actually doing yeah. work during the day yeah that is true that is true now i'm I not young like anymore the mornings are a lot more productive for me than they've ever been yeah if i get up at a decent hour and i like set my my day off right like i get up and i have like a cup of tea and i wash my face and i like make an effort to like prepare myself for the day and i start myself off on a good foot you know i don't have very many good feet both of my feet are gone. I lost them in the war. Um, but then I can I can usually kind of get things done in a you know in a timely manner, and I usually feel pretty productive. But that's a that's a difficult pattern for me to get into, even though it's good for me. It's hard to break this other pattern of like being lazy in the morning and then finally getting you know getting to work late morning, early afternoon. But sure, oh, woe is me. Yeah, I'm just you're just so productive. I'm not even productive. Like me at my most productive is like doing one thing on a list of like seven things. Girl, it's a, it's a start. It's a step. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather just worry about all the things on the list. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, be crippled by anxiety. I'll just worry about them all for the next few years. Poor you. Anyway, that's some non very good scientific chart. Anecdotal, more anecdotal evidence. Anecdotal. And then Googling. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Do you have a cheese We're this ready week? for cheese. It's cheese of the week. Uh, I don't have any. What? I don't even have a fake cheese. What? Well, oh. Oh. Um, I drank some root beer this week. Let's talk about root beer and how it's disgusting to literally everyone that didn't grow up drinking root beer. Like, like Europeans. Think that root beer tastes oh, like... Oh, really? Think that root well, beer tastes like medicine. Which it probably kind of does. Yeah, It, it does kind of. I didn't grow up drinking root beer, but I like it now. You grew up drinking regular beer. Miller Light. Coors Light. I didn't... Ugh, no. My, we had no... <laughs> I don't think I really, like, saw alcohol till I was in college. Like, physically even saw it. Jesus. I know. It's weird to me now, but like I told you, we lived in a dry county and my parents didn't drink. Right. That's right. It is, yeah, weird. But root beer. So we only like to get, um, like, what's that, A&W? Mm-hmm. But they're made with, like, not real sugar. Isn't it all not made with real sugar? Isn't it all no. corn syrup? There's IB, is it IBC or IBA? Honey, not I have IBS. Don't make I have an IBS, IBS joke. honey. Uh, let's yeah, talk about go. me I, having IBS. There she is. There's there she the IBS is. joke. Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's called, let's see. I IBC. think it's IBC. Yeah, sometimes you can find it in the drink aisle of Harris Teeter, but they don't always have it. So they've had it the past couple weeks. So we've gotten a four pack. You get little four packs. Oh, these are in bottles. She is, she is fancy. They don't have them in cans. If they did, I'd get them. Right. But no, they're in, I mean, they're just twist off bottles. They're not like, you know, get a bottle opener. Right, right, right. They're easy. Um, 
No, but they're good because they're made with real sugar and that makes them, you know, still not healthy. But it tastes good. Okay. It's owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper. There you go. Uh, Yeah, they're using real sugar. And we make root beer floats with them. Oh, that sounds good. I haven't had a root beer float since I was like 14. They're okay. I actually don't like them. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) We make root beer floats, but I don't like them. Okay. Well, we've made, I made one and then I just started like eating the ice cream on the side and drinking the root beer. Oh, okay. Sure. That's valid. Do you know what's annoying? Well, what's disgusting is like, so you pour the root beer over the ice cream, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you eat the ice cream. And so what's left over is this vanilla-y, foamy root beer. Rice. I don't want to drink that. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of nice. It's like cream soda. I think most people, yeah, people like that. I don't like that. It's like a thick beverage. Who's gun to your head? Who, why, why is someone forcing you to make root beer floats? Um, I don't know. I have one once every six months and I forget I don't like them. Mm. It's just the memory thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this, your, your, your brain is full of cheese holes. You know, speaking of cheese of the week, it's your brain. My brain. It says on the Wikipedia page in July 2016, IBC reformulated its beverages using cane sugar in place of high fructose corn syrup. So you're saying you that go. this root beer is a health food? Um, I would say that it is a good replacement for a vitamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why take your multivitamin when you can drink a whole root beer? Same thing. Yeah. Do you like cream soda? I don't, really. What is cream soda? I don't know. I don't want to find out. I don't want to ask. What is? I'm going to Google it. Because what is cream soda? Water, cream of tartar, Epsom salt, sugar... Tartaric acid, milk, and an egg. No, ma'am. No. That is just like if you put a if you put milk in your soda stream. Mmm, carbonated milk. I'm gonna try that. Honey. Almond milk, maybe. When you go to the hospital, don't call me. (laughs) I don't think that'll send me to the hospital. I wish it would. Um, okay, it says that I don't think they all have dairy in them. It says Dr. Brown's cream soda was flavored with vanilla. Oh, it might be just vanilla drink. Yeah, I think it just might be vanilla flavored things. They just call it cream soda. I'm not an expert. I'm not either. Um, It's cheese of the week. What was your cheese? Root beer? Root beer. I had some Gruyere this week, only it was a different brand and it was like different flavor because it was a different brand and it was still delicious. Okay. What did it taste like? It tasted more nutty, a little more funky. It was good, though. I still have some left. I was eating it. I was snacking on it with some, like, really thinly sliced ham. Ham and Gruyere go to go well together. Um, oh, I had some provolone on my Subway sandwich. Oh, see, that's fancy. Uh, yeah, I haven't, we hadn't, I haven't been to Subway in years. And we went to the Subway down the street because we had a coupon from the Washington Post. Oh, wow. They really got you. They really reeled you into Subway, didn't they? They send us uh, Washington Post Marketplace, the addition to the Washington Post. And they had Subway coupons. So we went down to Subway. We got two foot longs for, I don't know, $12.99 or something. Okay. And I had the uh, sweet onion chicken teriyaki with some provolone. Okay. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy for you. It was good. I hadn't had a. Hadn't it's had this Subway little hole in the wall restaurant. You probably never heard of it. It's called Subway. 
Two Michelin stars. <laughs> I had a coupon. The, here's the thing. People shit on Subway, but I don't think Subway's nearly as bad as like, it's like the meme is. No, well, let me tell you. Okay, so generally franchised or fast food places in cities are like really bad. Right. Really overworked, underpaid, badly managed. Nobody's, you know, getting what they want. It's it's a, not a good experience and they're usually not clean. Right. This subway was the cleanest subway I have ever been in in my life. It was pristine. pristine. Everyone was amazing. They call me Darling. Darling. Oh, this is a gay they subway. Said, Here you go, darling. Well, yes, it's a very gay neighborhood. You um, and I were at a bus stop in Seattle, and we went inside the convenience store, and the convenience store had a subway attached, and you got subway, and that is all that I remember. I don't know what you got, but in you Seattle? ordered. Yeah, in Seattle, we, we were. Did, where was the convenience store? Well, we were ch- we were changing bus lines to go up to my uncle's giant oh, mansion. Oh yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and you were like, I need to get some food. You're probably having a panic attack. (laughs) Oh, my God. I probably was. Probably. And And yeah, we went on that subway. And you got something. I don't know what it was. But I was was like, this motherfucker. It was probably exactly seven raspberry cheesecake cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I need exactly seven raspberry cheesecake cookies. And I need one flatiza. Oh, it was a Flatiza. That's exactly what it was. I think it was was. a Flatiza. Yeah. Well, we were going up there to record the podcast. Yeah, we were. Wow. Our one live episode, a flop. In that echoey room. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. We should do that again. We should do that again. One of these days, girl. One of these these days. days. Anyway, it's Cheese of the Week, Flatiza. Flatiza. It should just be a Flatiza every week. Those are so good. I forgot Subway. this existed. If, explain, I, explain to the people what a Flatiza is at Subway. It's like a flat. Okay, what are those things called? Okay, a it's a combination of fa- uh, pizza and flat flatbread. Flatbread? Yeah. Flatbread. So you say you go Subway, you say a Flatiza. And they say, okay, this, what do you they, want on it? And they say, what? <laughs> you don't say anything. You just say Flatiza, and they throw like and they this know. bitch again, and they call the cops. <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's a pizza made on flatbread. They put it in their little oven, and it's chef's kiss delicious. Isn't pizza already on bread that's flat? Yeah, but this is this is like already cooked bread. Oh, so it's different. It's it's not raw bread that's going into the oven. I don't think this is like flatbread that's been made. Maybe might be stale. They're going to put the toppings of pizza on it, put it in their oven, toast it up, and it would toast it just right, though. Just right. Just right. I don't know if they have flatizas anymore, but sometimes you can find a good Subway, and they'll still make you one. Wow. You got to give them the the secret password. It's on the secret menu. (laughs) It's on the the Subway secret menu. (laughs) If oh I if I if I worked at Starbucks and these fucking little dicks came into Starbucks like tell me to make a unicorn frappuccino, I would quit. I would if Let they me were tell you. giving me like this shit off their secret menu or whatever, I would throw hot coffee in their face and leave. I agree with that method. I think the secret menu is so dumb. But also, so th- 
you never see teenagers in our neighborhood. Like this neighborhood is mostly young adults and older adults. But we were walking behind these teenagers at Starbucks near the Starbucks the other day. And this is why I'm so terrified of teenagers. They were all like the kids of we live near a whole bunch of embassies. They were the kids of like, um, what are the people who work at embassies called? World leaders? No, they're oh, like, no, like delegates, but they're called there. There's a word, but they were all the kids of those people. Oh, okay. and they were talking about how they can do whatever the fuck they want. And they won't get arrested. Right. And I was like, this is terrifying to me. I'm going to call the cops on you just for talking. walking around the streets screaming about that they can do whatever the hell they want. And they can't get put in prison because they're nothing a- is worse than teenagers with powerful parents. Oh, my God. It is so true. It is so true. It is so true. And I, I can't imagine the amount of teenagers that live in D.C. that have powerful parents because it's D.C. Yeah. I mean, those are the only teenagers that I've ever seen in our neighborhood, probably. I'd be afraid of them, too. I don't blame you. They're going to beat you up and steal your lunch money. God, what is the okay, name of people who work in... in but there's like a word, and they can't... Dipl- diplomats. Diplomats. Diplomat. That's the word. Diplomat. They were diplomats' kids or something. And I don't even know if it was true that they couldn't get arrested. I don't know the T. Well, the fact that they even think that, far too much. Oh, yeah. And they were like a full foot taller than me, too. I was like, you're just going to push me in front of a car, aren't you? Well, that doesn't said, take we're not much. Walking you're in front of you're the height of a Keebler elf. So <laughs> I was talking to people in my chat the other day. They said 5'7 wasn't like 5'7 is on the lower end of uh, men's height in the U.S. And people were like, you're not short. And I was like, why is everybody taller than me then? Every single person I come into contact with in my life is taller than me. Well, I mean, you wouldn't be taller than my mom and my or my sister. I think they're five five and five three. Right, right. But but, f- but like every guy I've ever gone yeah, on a men. date with, yes, I've never met someone shorter than me. Like well, I know why... there are guys who are like five six, five five. Mm-hmm. But I'm generally on the very much lower end. Like everyone in DC is like five nine, five ten, six foot. I mean, I'm just trying to tell, just let me be a pocket gay. People were like, you're not allowed to be a pocket gay. And I was like, I'm 5'7". Is 5'7 too too tall for a pocket gay? They were gatekeeping me, Sam. They were gatekeeping you. They were gatekeeping me. God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, like, I don't know. For the, the few times that I, you know, was contractually obligated to be in your presence physically, I don't I don't remember you being that short, although I'm, you know, I'm five eleven and a half, six foot, depending on, you know, the day. And everyone's short. To a you. lot of people are shorter than me. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think in in gay world, I'm a pocket gay. And there are people out there who don't think that. And you know what? They're invalid. Stop gatekeeping pocket gay. <laughs> Stop gatekeeping Joe. <laughs> anyway, are we going to do favorite things? We might as well. These are a few of our favorite things. So you said this was good. So I'm going to make you go first. Oh, I was lying. Oh, mm, so that's never happened before. You know how I got the the longboard and you know Mm -hmm. the psychic? Yes. Well, is there a longboard on the psychic now? Oh, the psychic (laughs) on a longboard? No, No, but that psychic did add me on LinkedIn a few years later. And I still don't know why. However, so the longboard, I just decided it was too big. It was, you know was what I mean? Could you say it was too long? It was too long. <laughs> when I saw the words longboard, I didn't think it would be that long. I didn't think it would be long. 
you know, so it's a little too long. So I was looking at other modes of transportation around the neighborhood. I told you main modes of transportation in this neighborhood, bikes, electric scooters, bike got stolen. I don't trust electric scooters and Mm -hmm. skateboards. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a cruising experience on a skateboard. I started looking at smaller skateboards and I landed on the penny board. What the fuck is this? So there's a brand called penny board, but they're like really expensive. They're like $100, $130. But and then there's knockoff penny boards. But essentially, it's like a 22 inch skateboard. And it's got like cruising wheels on it. It's not really meant for tricks. It's got like the rubberized wheels on it, not the hard plastic. It's meant for the road. It's meant for not doing tricks, just kind of like cruising down a very straight street. And you can turn, you can turn nicely on it. Okay. And so I said, that's the ticket. I said, that's the ticket. Also, a lot of time children use them. And you're so, a child, so you can blend in. And I in. was like, I'm the same weight. I could probably do this. But also, you know, a lot of adults have them too. Right. You're and the same weight. You also have a Dora the Explorer backpack. Apparently, a lot of adults or just a lot of people in general decided to start penny boarding during the pandemic. So I'm just one on the train of all these people, which I didn't even really know about them. But anyway, got on Amazon, was looking for a cheaper version, found one for like 35 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's baby blue. Oh, because you're baby. And it has coral wheels. Oh, that sounds cute. It's very like SpongeBob, Patrick, Mm. you know, very cute. So um, I only just got it a couple days ago. Taking it out like once, you know, kind of tested it out. It's very difficult. Did you Usually fall over? I'm a natural. I did not fall over. I am wearing a helmet, though. Oh, okay. Um, but I've, I've decided this is going to be the new thing that I probably won't master, like the psychic said. Mm-hmm. But I needed the next thing. So Justin's going to use the long board. Oh, okay. And I'm going to use the penny board. And we're going to be, it's a, it's now it's a couple's um, situation. You're going to be boarding gays. We're gonna be. I don't think penny boards are very well looked upon in the skateboarding community. I mean, every picture of a penny board that I'm seeing on Google Images is a penny board and a small child. So, yeah, it's true. Well, and you you don't really do tricks on them. You can, but you know, people are like, "Oh, you're you're a poser," because all you can really do is cruise. Right. All you're you're using it for a mode of transportation. Not I'm to using look it cool. as a mode of transportation. I'm not the next Tony Hawk, and I know it. Mm. I'm just trying to get to the grocery store a little faster. Right. I can't wait for you to land on your face in the pavement. <laughs> I need to see if my insurance covers reconstructive surgery. Right, because you you want to just turn into a new person. I you want to disguise. This, I want to literally turn this frown upside down. Upside inside down. Twisted it. <laughs> Twisted into a new face, honey. Girl, whatever you need to do. Well, that's interesting. I hope that this phase lasts, but I won't put any money on it. It's going to be one of the like two areas of focus, you know. Only What's the other area of focus? Couple. I haven't figured it out yet, but it's going to mm. be something else. Something indoors and then something outdoors. Meditating? Uh, Probably not. Meditating's hard. It is. And we just think it's easy and it's not. It is not. <laughs> it is not. God. Well, I hope that your penny board journey um, is worth more than the the penny board cost. I was trying to make some sort of money joke there because penny, but it didn't work. So. You know what? The amount of serotonin clicking the add to cart button That's, already gave me. 
right. has been worth it. Right, there you go. So you didn't even the need their item to ship. High. You just wanted the money to disappear from your account. Everything else is just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got the serotonin. We're good. Right. We got our gals. Um, how about you? What's your favorite thing this week? Mine is interesting. I was giving it a couple weeks because I just wanted to double check. I got a new phone. I got a Pixel 4. Oh my gosh. And by Twinsies new, with by, Justin. By new phone, I mean that I bought a refurbished used phone off of eBay. And I was skeptical. Now, my old phone was a Pixel 3. It was totally fine except for the battery. The battery was crapping out on me. I didn't need to replace it, but I was like, you know what? I deserve something nice. And so I, I, got, a, I got a little a little in from someone saying, hey, there's this seller on eBay who, manu- who um, refurbishes old phones, puts new batteries in them, does a really, really good job and resells them for pretty cheap. And so I was like, okay. So I looked into it and I bought this Pixel 4 for 250 bucks. And when I got this phone, it looked essentially untouched. It looked brand new. So I was like, this is too good to be true. And I've been using it for two weeks. I essentially paid 250 bucks for a brand new phone. I'm not, I'm not person. I've, n- I've never really bought um, used phones or like refurbished phones before because I've been kind of like weirded out by like, oh, it's not going to be very good. It's going to have all these scratches and dings. When I tell sure. you that I've had a very good experience with this. And I paid $250 for like a phone that's worth about $600 fucking dollars because phones are highly overpriced. Um, this is a good fucking tip for people who are irresponsible and break their fucking phones and need a phone um, and don't want to pay full retail. There's this seller on eBay called Electro-Wireless. They have a, like 4,000 fucking positive reviews. This is not a secret, but like, I mean, a lot of people have been using this, um, this service and this person sells like used iPhones and used Android phones, obviously like the Pixel 4, Pixel 4 XL, um, and they're all meticulously refurbished and I've had a really good experience with it. And so this Pixel 4 is unlocked, 250 bucks. They shipped like instantly. And this is what this person does for a living. I think it's a, it's, um, a business is they acquire these phones and they refurbish them and clean them all up and replace the battery and replace the screen and resell them. And mine has essentially worked brand new. I like put a cover on it. I put a screen protector on it and it had no scratches, no dings. Like it looked new and it's been great. And so if anyone needs a hot tip of like you need a, a phone, if you need to buy a phone and you can't afford, uh, you know, paying the exorbitant full retail price, um, you should check out Electro-Wireless on eBay. Um, also, I want to let everyone know um, that in terms of show notes for like links and stuff, I'm going to start posting links because it's like the embedded links and stuff on the like the podcast um, description sometimes doesn't work. But if you go to our Patreon, uh, our Patreon, even if you're not a patron, you can see the show notes of um, each episode and the links will be there. So I will post a link to this eBay seller in the Patreon um, show notes for this episode, the show Sam and Joe.com. Um, and yeah, no, I've had really good luck with this. And he has a you know shit ton of really positive reviews. And I feel like it's a hot tip for someone who, you know, needs a phone quick and doesn't want to pay um full price and they also want to get a decent phone. So yeah, that's my tip this week. And it's been running great. I've been enjoying it. I have the face unlocked. Wow. I'm living my 2021 dream. Wow. Now we're twins. 
I guess Justin has the five because they don't have the face unlock anymore. Right. Why'd they get rid of it? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I think it just wasn't working as well as, I mean, to me, it's like I just inherited Justin's old laptop. That's where all my electronics come from. Right. And it has face unlock on it. And I fucking love just opening that shit up and just looking at the screen. Boom. Done. Boom. Done. So I'm like, I'm, I dig it. I, I don't like mind it at all. Mine. No, it sounds great. Right. It's, I don't know. It's, I, I, I like fingernail. I like fingerprint, but like, I need that real estate on the back of the phone for like a prettier phone case. Oh you know I mean? yeah. That's we what know I it's important. Well, um, that sounds awesome. Hashtag uh, life hack. Hashtag, Hashtag life adulting. Hack. Right. Hashtag so, spend uh spend your money wisely. Right. Hashtag save a buck. I don't know if I've ever. Oh my god! When flip phones were big. I just always want a new flip phone and I would buy like the cheapies. Like I'm talking a $30 phone mm-hmm. and it would not get any signal where we lived because the antennas would be so bad. But the, I remember I used to get refurbished flip phones oh, off of eBay. Back in the day. But all of my other phones have either been hand-me-downs from Justin or I've purchased them right. new. But that's a good tip. I'll have to... I'll look into that. Yeah, it's a it's it's one of those things to like bookmark for when your phone shatters and you're like, oh, my God, I need a phone and I don't want to pay nine hundred oh. fucking dollars. Then you go here and they ship the next day and you're like, OK, I have a pretty good phone that I paid a fourth of the price for because it's refurbished used and it looks great and it's going to work. It's for those situations. I feel like this would really come in handy. What every time that I get a new phone, I'm like. How did I not realize just how bad the battery was on my old one? Right. Do you know what I mean? It creeps up like, on you. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're having to charge it like six times a day and that becomes the norm. And you think that's that's just you what think you that's do. normal. It's like, yes. oh, wait, no, it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this way. Hot tips. Well, from Sam. I'm happy for you. And I'm happy for you and your little penny board, I guess. Sad for me. Well, when I crash it, when I crash the penny board and my phone breaks, then I'll go to this eBay eBay dealer. There you go, girl. There you you go. go. Tying it all back together. Yeah, girl. Bring it all back. Yeah, good favorite things. Oh, one question. Do you have a cute case? Um, if by cute case you mean it's like a a boring ass dark blue, dark black case, then yes. It's Mm. not nearly as cute as anything you would put on your phone. Do you still... Oh, wait. No, you don't because the headphone jacks aren't a thing anymore. You used to have those little charms that you would stick in the headphone jack. No, I have a 4A. I have a headphone jack. Oh, do you still use those little charms? No. I have a bucket in Arkansas of literally like 50 fucking phone charms. And when I was... I don't know how my coworkers put up with me because when I had that full-time job in San Francisco... I carried around my phone in like the phone wallet with like all 50 of those fucking charms on it, rattling around the fucking office. I'm so, no wonder why they fired you. They had to have hated me wearing <laughs> circle, these huge ass circle lenses every day, prancing around, shaking, jingling my phone. I mean, I was a mess. And you were dead inside too. It was I was all so facade. dead inside. I was so dead. But no, I just have a, I have a lime green bright green phone case right now because I kept Ooh, losing my phone. Cute. Yo, yeah, I just kept losing my phone around the house and now I can see it. It's bright. bright. Yeah. It's annoyingly bright. It's annoyingly bright. Yeah. Well, anyway, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Actually, good favorite things this week, I think. Well, yours was good. Well, thank you. I appreciate um, it. 
And thank all of you guys for listening. Yes. Good, seg- good segue. Um, we will be back next week with a regular episode. And also next week we will have a bonus episode for you Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Jared E. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Martin D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. Teddy. Tristan T. Tyler C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The Show! show.